This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Shouldn't Have Rants. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm assuming this is episode 347, Inception. Because it was like a weird dream would happen. I'm not quite sure if it actually happened. Yeah. Well, it seemed like it happened. I mean, I guess that's enough for us. Mm. So, uh, New York traveled down to D.C. and did something they haven't done in a month and won a game and something they haven't done since the beginning of the year. They scored more than one goal. That that was a true miracle. Yeah, seriously. And that could have easily been three or four too. If only Danny Royer scores that sitter at the end. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this one. Uh, Truman, do you have the tweets up or do I need to bring them up? Oh, yes. Let me pull them all up. Hold on. I have them right here. Oh, here's all one of them. Uh, From our good friend, Tonino M said, would love to know why no Teta. Me too. I'm really enjoying this version of Tim Parker. Team could could really use a legit forward. I I would like to know why no Teta either. My theory... uh, they were uh, Teta was forced on us by Rebel Global. Uh, no one here has any actual interest in him. Yada yada yada. Wasn't he in the uh, the game day squad though? Yep. Still in play. So yeah, kind of amazing that we actually won a game. And at first, I thought it was going because DC was actually controlling possession. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, this is not going to go well." And then they scored, and they started playing like themselves. Because hey, surprise, surprise, they played better with the lead. Well, they also, I think, something that was characteristic of the Armas era that they didn't do was let up. That is true. Yep. I mean, we were we. We had clear chances well into stoppers time that we did not shy away from, so that's a good thing. Yeah, there were times where they could have taken it to the corner right towards there in the final minutes, and they didn't. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our likes and dislikes. Um, Pat, you can go first. What do you dislike about this game? I mean, you know, it's kind of a a nitpick, especially when you score two goals, but uh, the fact that neither one of those goals came from a forward, um, I mean, I guess – Warriors are converted forward, but a true forward. Um, you know, that, that continues to be worrisome. I mean, I, I suppose if we can somehow continue to score goals from uh, other 
position players the size of Ford, then what does it matter? Uh, but ultimately, still uh, the best teams in the world. Uh, not that we're anywhere near the conversation of being in the be- one of the best teams in the world right now. Um, they have dominant strikers, and uh, we still don't have that. So, I mean, there were some encouraging moments, especially late with Ben Mines and Brian White. Um, but, you know, it, it's ultimately you'd still like to see some dominance up top. Um, if what they're doing now continues to work for the rest of the season, great. I mean, I'm still kind of worried that any mild success is going to be enough to tell the FO, like, oh, we're perfect. We don't need to change anything. But uh, ultimately, you, you, you still would like to see uh, some forwards get on the board. So I'll say this. I mean, it was a great win for the team, but I don't think it was a great game for this team. Uh, they still looked sloppy uh, in, in large chunks of the game. They, they did, just did not look great. I mean, yeah, they won two nothing. But if you look at other parts of the game, turnovers, not quite clinical finishing mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot, for large chunks of that game. Um, and I think the only reason they were fortunate to get the win is because they played a team that's pretty much crappier than we are. Yep. Um, I think because of the fact that we scored two goals and we won, I. It's clouding my judgment for it, but I don't seem to have a, a, a real dislike. I mean, maybe the fact that we should have scored more goals against DC since they're they're not a great team this year. Um, but honestly, that's pretty much it. Just that we should have scored more, and uh, that that also comes down to finishing, right? Because there was like two or three clear chances where if our finishing is better, then the, we're up four nothing. So it's not even like. Mm-hmm. Tactically, we didn't get into position. It was just the finishing wasn't there. Um. So now for likes, and I'm gonna, I want to start this. Please, for the love of God, start Brian White next game because <laughs> I I know he wasn't perfect, but after Tom Barlow, Jorgensen, and if we're not gonna start Teta, at least start Brian White. He seemed to be the most creative four we have out of the three that we've seen so far this year. And I say that because I double-checked the roster. <clears throat> um, Danny Royer is not a forward. He's listed as a midfielder. Right. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know how many – do we even have a goal from a forward this year? No. Yeah, I don't believe so. Yeah, so please, just start Brian White, give him a chance, and see what he can do. I – only if it's the wrong game. Just let him at least have a shot. Um, my like's going to be that they finally scored a set-piece goal, which was, as they love to talk about in every single game, was a Red Bull, uh, something that did really well for a long time, and then, of course, they couldn't score off of anything. Um, so the air-long header was nice. It was, it was finally nice to see a set-piece goal. Um, the veteran on the team, right, Aaron Long, the longtime Red Bull vet, Scoring it, it was nice, and getting that lead and n- never giving it up. Good to see. Uh, I'm going to give throw my like out of Kaku. Uh, I mean, I think he clearly listens to the show, and uh, I shit on him last week. And uh, he responded with two assists, so uh, I'm glad that I was able, me personally, was able to inspire Kaku to a two-assist two assist performance, 100%. 
And another centimeter of, of concrete goes on the statue. Yep. It just gets higher. All right. Uh, so uh, a- as we hear more sounds of the Jersey Shore, um, uh, any other afterthoughts on this game? Nothing better than beating the scum in D.C., right? That is yeah. true. Anybody, but whatever. It's not in front of anyone, but I'll take it. Uh, had a good time at my place. Had two buddies over to watch the game. Set up a nice little outdoor setup. Uh, grilled some meats. Good times. And then I guess the one sad thing to kind of bring about is uh, another Ryan Mayer injury. Um, I, I don't know if there's been any updates on how severe it might be. But, um, you know, he had some good stops in that game, too. Uh, yeah. You know, it, that kept the Rebel lead. And um, you, you just you hope it's not that severe. You hope he can get back on the field. But with this kid's injury, this kid's history, you, you certainly worry. So, uh, Ryan, get better. Uh, get back on the field. We love you, buddy. Yeah. All right. Uh, so if that's it, uh, there was no change in the prediction standings. I still haven't had a chance to go through and update them. So uh, for the moment, it seems like Truman's in the lead. We'll, I'll hopefully get to it this week. We'll see. Um, it sounds rigged. <laughs> whatever I can do to keep the belt. Um, I'm looting whichever house has that belt. That's for sure. I'm I would say, back here. I would say you have to find my house, but I think you have my address right now. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll find it. All right. Uh, so we have not one but two games to preview this week. Uh, the first is going to be FC Cincinnati. Uh, that game is going to be a home game on Saturday, 7 p.m. Uh, not sure who's doing the TV because the Red Bulls website doesn't have it right now. I assume it's MSG, but. Not sure. Um, so predictions, uh, Truman, you get to go first. What do you think is going to happen against FC Cincy? Well, it's trying to look on the MLS app, but it's um, MSG. There you go, MSG. So we're idiots, and I'm just going to continue to be an idiot. Um, maybe that DC win makes them feel good. They're coming home to another. Cincinnati's not a great team. They're looking for revenge. They've already beaten them once in this, this year. That feels like a year ago already, that first game. Uh, I don't know. one nothing win, right? I mean, I'm not getting crazy. I don't think they'll score two goals again. Um, yeah, I, I got no reason for it. I'm just going to say one nothing win. Uh, I think it'd be, you know... I don't believe in the arrogant feelings. I don't believe they truly turned a corner. I don't believe that the five in the back was the solution that the team needed the whole time. Um, yeah, since he sucks, uh, but we've just seen this team disappoint over and over again. Uh, I'm going to go with a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, let's see. I mean, it was good being D.C., I don't know how good we really are because it was DC. So I'm not optimistic. I think if they win, it's going to be close. Like Truman says, one nothing, but I don't feel like they have it. Um, I'm really hoping I'm wrong. Uh, I 
think I'm gonna actually go with Pat on this one and say one-one draw. It's just it, it doesn't feel like our this team's actually turned a corner yet. Like they need at least one or two more good results to show that they're heading in the right direction. Well, that's what I'm giving you. I'm giving you a good result. <laughs> I need them to show me a good result. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I'm gonna show you it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so the next game is going to be Wednesday. Uh, we'll, the Red Bulls will be traveling down and taking on former Red Bull Luis Robles and Inter-Miami uh, at 8 p.m. TV. I'm not sure because, again, the MLS website, I, or sorry, the New York Red Bulls website, I assume it's going to be MSG since it's midweek. Yep, that's according to the MLS website. Way to go, Red Bulls. Way to not even update your own fucking TV. Which is great because their website's powered by MLS's website. They're like, ah, you know what you gotta do? You gotta tune into Pontario. Uh, Tell us nothing. You'll get the game. They're, they're really pushing New York Rebels radio. That's what they're doing. I heard the game's on WWOR 9. Secaucus. Secaucus. It's coming on after Steampipe Alley. <laughs> you know what that was? Oh, was an episode of Magnum P.I. <laughs> When I was in Boy Scouts, I think I actually went to that that station for a tour. In Sea Caucus? Yeah, up in Sea Caucus. All right, so Truman, what do you think is going to happen when the Red Bulls take on uh, Robles in Miami? Massive disappointment. Massive, massive disappointment. They're going to get that feel-good win, and then they're going to lose 2-0 in Miami. It's going to be Robles. I don't care if they're an expansion team. They have to go to Florida. No one, they don't want to go back to Florida. That's their house of horrors right now this year. Uh, you know they don't want to go back down there. It, it, it's just going to be a midweek, why did I stay up to, you know, why did I stay up to watch this game? I mean, it's not a late game. It's only an 8 o'clock start, but still. Uh, it's going to suck. It's going to super suck. 2 nothing loss. Yeah, I'm slightly more optimistic, but not exactly optimistic about a win. Uh, I do believe Robo's going to play with anger, shut us down. Uh, but I don't exactly believe in Miami's offense, although I do believe in them enough to score one goal. So I'm going to go with a one nothing loss. Again, I don't know what this team is, so... Um, we... Technically, have not been a good road team this year, right? Because we lost that. Didn't we lose to RSL in the second week of the year, and then that whole MLS is back tournament? Oh no, RSL was a draw. Oh, it was a draw. Okay. Um, so many road games. I know. I we're not we're just not a good team in general, but we have not been a great road team, and I think if that continues. Uh, I think I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic that we actually score a goal, but I think it's going to be a 2 or 2-1 loss um, because former Red Bull Robles has to get his revenge somehow, and this is, might as well be it. <laughs> Robles revenge. All right. Any other thoughts on Cincy or Miami? Well, I, I reserve the right to change my prediction uh, going into the second game. That's Ew. right. We all, we, we all reserve that right. No, we have never used that uh, stipulation. <laughs> anyone who does it now, weak. All right. So uh, with that said, it's now time for the dumping ground, which 
There's no sound effect because I got my computer up and running, but it's not working. Failure. So, I mean, we do get three more games on the schedule for every team, and I just want to say that I find it funny that Montreal is going to play a home game in Connecticut. <laughs> I think Toronto gets their home game at Red Bull Arena, correct? Against Cincy, too, I think. Yep, and then Vancouver is getting their home game in Portland. So Montreal, Montreal has to play their home game in not even an MLS stadium. Like, yep. that sucks. That That's sucks. Pretty That's pretty lame. You're making two teams travel to a place none of, neither of them want to be at. There's one, no, no, no. Because there's one team that does want to be there, and that's NYCFC. That, that is their true home field is in Connecticut. <laughs> Whalers country, baby. That's right. Plucky's been missing them. <laughs> All right, so yeah, the, the MLS released their schedule through the end of September. Not sure when the rest of it's going to drop um, because, you know, COVID continues to be a thorn in the side of everybody and have to keep players safe and all that. You you got to think whenever this you know they're they're probably going to release three more games after this. You got to think and one's got to be against NYCFC again because we've only played them once. You think they we're definitely going to play them again, hundred percent. If there's one team you're playing, I mean we played Cincinnati three times already, or we're going to play Cincinnati three times. Yeah. To start the year, we played them in the tournament, and now we're playing them again. That is, those are those are three regular season games, quote unquote, regular season games. Um, there's no reason why you'd play Cincinnati three times and you would not play NYCFC at least one more time because you know what building it's going to be in. I, I was surprised that that was, I'm surprised that this wasn't one of them. I'm surprised that it was, um, Cincy again or Miami. I thought for sure. They, they might be holding that out. I think that's what it is. I guess, I guess for rivalry October, maybe whatever it's called. Or just, you know, risk. Since they're going to have Toronto, New York City, and Red Bulls all in the same spot, just save those matchups for after or into October. Because then you're almost guaranteed if you absolutely need it, six games without any of those teams traveling. Right, so. <clears throat> it, it sucks, but we'll hopefully, hopefully sooner rather than later we'll figure out what's going on. I think this is it. I think they're just, this is exactly what they're going to do until they figure out when they want to start the playoffs. It'll just be these little little chunks of games. Oh, it's, I, I pretty much exactly what's going to happen. I just wish sooner rather than later they'll tell us what those chunks are. Oh, yeah, yeah they won't. They won't. Come on. They haven't done it yet. So <laughs> how long do we have for wait for the resumption of regular season after the MLS's back tournament? Yeah, right. Two, three weeks? Yeah. All right. Um, anything else for dumping grounds? I got nothing. Premier League is back. Liverpool wins to start the year against Leeds United. The first time in ages. Um, I mean, when the hell did I start actually really, really being into Premier League? Early 2000s, I guess. Um, I don't ever remember Leeds being into Premier League. Well, it's been a while. So that brings me to, if you haven't watched the damn United, you probably should. There you okay. go. There's my Leeds that's, United reference. Fantastic movie. That's a good movie. I'm yeah. sure. We, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast has already watched it, but on the slim chance you have not, 
It really is a great movie. Highly recommend watching it. Probably one of the best football movies you'll ever see. Or just go back and watch it again. That's true. What what is what is like the top? Because there's not a ton of them. What would you see like the top three? Do you have top three soccer movies? Is there three? Can you count three? She's the man. <laughs> uh, documentaries count, and otherwise, uh, once in a lifetime. Remember the Cosmos? No, come on, documentaries. Can you give Can you give me a top two of movies about soccer? Top two. Ladybugs. I knew someone was going to go there. <laughs> I mean, come on. I thought it was Pat. I thought it was going to be Pat. Was going to drop the ladybugs. I've never seen ladybugs. Wow. What about goal? Or goal two? Or goal three? I have not seen any of those. Goal two is one of the worst movies you'll ever watch. It's so terrible. It makes the main character look like the biggest piece of shit on the planet. You end up hating him. There's no redemption for the guy. I don't know why they made that movie, except for to throw in cameos from like every member of Real Madrid in it. It's it's just a terrible movie. Or to set up number three, apparently. I guess. Uh, first one is is a watchable film. I will say that. I actually saw it in the theater. It's called Goal. The Dream Continues, I think, or The Dream Begins. I don't know. Something yeah, like that. The, the Dream Begins is the first dream one. Dream Begins. Okay, yeah. So watch the first one. Um, oh, no. Listen, I, I'm going to give you the top two. The top two is a Damn United, and then watch Mean Machine. Which, if you've never seen Mean Machine, it is pretty much The Longest Yard, starring Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham, and it's it's in England, and it's it's soccer. I'm just going to say Ted Lasso trumps all of them. I know it's not a movie, but... Escape to Victory. Oh, yeah. That's the one with Stallone and... um, And Pelé. Yeah, Pelé was there, and... um, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name. The third one. Hmm. That's the only way you could look it up. Probably uh, not. Though. Michael Caine. Did you say Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Uh, yeah, send me a job. I heard it. I, no, oh, I'm going to jail with you. <laughs> so I guess everyone should probably tweet us their favorite soccer movie, right? Non-documentary soccer movie. Shaolin Soccer, too. That one's good. Ooh, there you go. See, they're out there. I feel like I need to watch the Stallone play Michael Caine movie. I'm sure there's an Air Bud soccer movie too. So we're uh, leaving. I'm pretty sure there is. I, I'm I'm just looking. So with Shallon Soccer, there's also let's see. I didn't see this, but the Big Green, which that was '90s with the. Uh, That's with the fat kid from the Sandlot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it. Guys, I found it. Oh, can, I can't get into focus, but it's called Air Bud World Pup. <laughs> there it is, everybody. Oh, uh, boy. Wow. Apparently, the original Fever Pitch movie, which actually follows the book. Unlike that stupid baseball version they made. How dare they? Bite your tongue. It was fantastic. Except they had to change the ending because the Red Sox actually won. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Way to go, Red Sox. Way to ruin a perfect good movie. <laughs> All right, yeah, so tweet us your favorite um, 
soccer movies. I'm I'm curious how many people actually come up with something. She's a man, everybody. You know it. You know, my fiance made me watch that last year. For the time frame that it was made, it was a movie I expected, but I would not have sought that out. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I could see that for certain people being a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so with that, it's time for Pat's betting corner. Oh, yes, yeah, right. We don't have sound effects. Nope. Uh, yeah, so this week I say you go with the Columbus Crew over Nashville, Sporting Kansas City over Dallas, and Orlando City over the Chicago Fire. That is my parlay. And if you if you went off of Pat's parlays, please let me know. Well, since I, I haven't, since I haven't, they have. <laughs> right. <laughs> or okay, then if you if you modified like one of them and you won, let us know. If you want to take over the segment, by all means. <laughs> fucking terrible. All right, so that leaves us only with Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Thank you, thank you. I wasn't going to do anything until I got some kind of some kind of sound effect. So we had a few nominations, didn't we? We had a few. Uh, Jay, I know you brought one up, didn't you? I don't remember which game it was. Was it the uh, Nashville game? No, it was Atlanta United losing 4-1 to Cincy. Oh, okay. Um, but there but that, was a way, but, but way the, worse result. Yeah, but the, the reason specifically was because, I forget who, but... Some some Atlanta player was basically like, we have better players, we are going to win this, and, and we don't have no choice not to, yeah. and then they just get smoked 4-1. And it was 3-1 at halftime. Well, that's not as bad as losing 5 nothing at halftime, because that's what the Earthquakes did in Seattle when they lost 7-1, to which is, if I'm doing the math correctly is the second largest margin of defeat in MLS history because we all know what the top was, and that is a seven-goal win, which has been twice, and one, of course, the Red Bulls did to the Smurfs. Uh, so, yeah, when you get your butt crushed 7-1, you are definitely the terrible team of the week. Uh, I have a runner-up here. Let me just dig it up. Oh, yeah, was Real Salt Lake losing a home to the Rapids? 5 nothing. Yeah, that was brutal. And I think that's the runaway winner. I think Atlanta finishes actually uh, the distant third after those two. Whew. So I, I looked up because I was curious what the other game was that ended 7-0. And that was the Chicago Fire on the road at the KC Wizards in 2001, 7-0. And I think, I think the, oh, the Galaxy, I think, beat a team 8-1. They beat the Dallas Burn in 1998. 8-1, to one, correct? 8-1. to one. Yep. And then Atlanta beat New England 7-0 in 2017. Okay. Nice. Which was their first year, right? Yeah. So in their in, in their inaugural season, they beat New England 7-0. Woof. Yeah. Mm, terrible. That is terrible. That was very terrible. You know what's actually kind of interesting? So they on on the Wikipedia page, there's, I don't know how many games, but there's four for seven goals and then like 10 or 12 for six goals. We, August 2006, Red Bulls, 6 nothing over Real Salt Lake. So we are tied for the, the 
two biggest winning margins in MLS history. And we are not on here, and we're not on here as losing team. That's that's important to note. So it's a good thing. Yep. But we don't have the winning streak. I thought I thought we had a winning streak. Oh well. Oh, we had an undefeated streak. That's what it was. Nice. Unbeaten. We're we're one game off of the longest undefeated streak in MLS. We, we were at 18 going from July 2016 through March of 2017, not including the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so two season thing that doesn't that doesn't count. Yeah, man. All right. Anything else to talk about? No. I'm good. All right, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Rant. One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-up, live post games, anything we decide to do. Email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. Call us, 973-348-5329. Leave a voicemail, facebook.com slash redbullrant. On, on Twitter, at redbullrant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacda2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, Jeremiah at Red Coach Jake, I'm surprised you haven't wanted to come on this show yet. Of all the people, longtime loyal listener. And since we haven't played NYCFC again yet, Blue Mini Mike will definitely like to come on that show. I told him it'd be more fun to do a preview than a post game, and he would have been very sad if he did our post game episode against NYCFC because we beat them. But anyway, uh, hit us up. Hit us up if you want to come on the show. Uh, that being said, I'll take one out of two. One out of two. Win. Yeah, sure. Why not? Win. All right, so for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 347 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Goodbye. Lights. Lights.